in the last episode, I talked about Jesus being the Messiah, the promised deliverer of the Jewish people. And that is the definition of the Messiah. That is, in fact, the exact definition of the Messiah. The promised deliverer of the Jewish people. Jesus is not just a great teacher or just a healer or just a prophet. He is our savior. He died for us. Jesus conquered death and God the Father raised him from the dead. On the third day, we await his return. Jesus will dispose of Satan. And the devil knows it, so that's the reason why he is acting up. That's the reason why he's creating chaos. He knows his time is coming and he's not going to go out without a fight. In Matthew, um, in the previous episode, I mentioned uh, Mark 7, you know, chapter 7, verse 7. What I meant to say was Matthew chapter 7, verse 7. And basically what it is, you know, I believe God, you know, wants to wants us to enjoy our time on earth. He wants to give us according to his will. But when we ask in a humble way in Matthew 7, 7, the Bible does say, ask and it will be given you. Seek and you shall find knock and it shall be open unto you. See, but we have to ask first. When you ask for something, you humble yourself. When you take something, you're being overly aggressive. And in these times right now, the issue that we are having here on this earth, us humans, I'm going to say us sinners, is that we are constantly saying, I am going to go to school for four years. Um, become a doctor, great, that's a nice goal to have. Or I am leaving this particular job and I'm switching companies or I am taking this trip, this date. It all sounds cool. It all sounds positive. But the one thing that I think is missing is that we never say, Lord, I want to take this trip. Give me some advice and then listen. Well, Lord, if it is your will, let me change jobs and then proceed accordingly. We're always talking about the I am as if tomorrow is promised. As if things can't get out of control. And now we're seeing that things are spiraling out of control with this coronavirus. So if there's anything that we, 
I'm not going to say we, I can't speak for other people, but I'm going to say I, if there's anything that I am learning right now is that not everything is under my control. And that's the reason why I have learned, I'm still learning to give things to God. I am. We always say I am. That is God's name. We're not God's. Did we have a choice? Did we have a choice in coming into this world? We didn't, right? God gave us life. God maintains us breathing. So, again, I go back to humbling ourselves a little bit. And I think this is a humbling If we have money saved, awesome. Is it going to get depleted? Yes. Is that under our, is that out of our control? Yes. The economy is not looking great right now. But I truly believe that once we start praying, once we start getting on our knees saying, Lord, help us, please. And more and more people do it. I believe that that's going to help things to turn around because prayer is power as strong as we are there are moments in our life when our strength batteries are like really low really depleted in Philippians 4.13 the Bible says I could do all things through Christ who strengthens us So in these moments that our batteries are depleted, our pantry might be low in food, we're out there scrambling to get more toilet paper or whatever the, the issue may be, we could do this. We could overcome this hurdle or these hurdles with the strength of Christ. I know we can. And I know we will. Our Lord hears us by prayer, by asking Him, by giving Him thanks, by trusting Him, and by knowing that we are under His care. There's a freedom in that. In Philippians 4, chapter 4, verse 6, the Bible says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and by petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Right now, I'm presenting the request that, that I want things to start getting better. And it's not just the economy. And it's not just a, 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 you know, a pocketbook thing. It's people are dying. People are scared. And let's not be anxious. Let's, let's put our thoughts with God. Let's petition him with prayer, with requests. And I keep saying this with humility, with thanks. 
when God is with us, we have this amazing courage. We feel lifted. Our hearts become real, real confident. In Romans 8.31, the Bible says, What shall we then say to these things? If God is before us, who could get, who could be against us? So right now, what shall we then say to these things? God is with us. This enemy that we have can't go against us. This enemy of a virus will not be able to defeat us. Because we know that we are with Jesus and whatever happens, the worst case scenario, we go to heaven with Jesus. So we're not defeated. We actually have victory. If God before us, who could be against us with Jesus, if we're feeling sick, again, he might cure us. Fast, slow, up to the Lord. But no matter what, we have victory. Because it's already a victory if we are with Jesus. Because we are with the word. Whom is the creator of the universe? We do not have to know how God is going to help us in this dark moment. We need to trust the Lord. Trust that the creator of this universe, the Alpha, the Omega, he knows what he's doing. He's been around since always. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. You don't have to understand. You have to trust. And that's Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5. I remember my mom would send me to go do something and I go, why? Just go do it. I'd get, you know, you know, certain vegetables and certain things that she wanted. And to me, it's like, wow, man, I have to go out there and labor. I have to go to the store and my bike and bring all this stuff, complain. And guess what? A couple hours later, a delicious meal. But she wouldn't tell me she was going to do the meal. She just wanted me to go out there and get the stuff and not question. Let's trust in the Lord with all our hearts and lean not on our own understanding. God does want us to reach our full potential. He wants our future to be bright. But it doesn't mean there's not going to be moments where, you know, there's lapses in our plans, where there's tough times, rocky roads, potholes in the road. There's going to be times like that. But in, the, in Jeremiah 29, the Bible says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. 
plans to give you hope and give you a future. He has plans for us. Right now it's foggy, but if we keep going, we're going to pass that fog and there's going to be sunlight. Bad times are temporary. Love of God is forever. And we need to be completely confident and rest assured and put our faith in God. I'll say it again, put our faith in God and I know things will be fine. However they end up, all things are better with Christ. In Psalms 27.1, the Bible says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Of whom shall we be afraid again? Whom shall we fear? Fear freezes us. Fear captivates us. Fear just basically diminishes and doesn't allow us, it doesn't allow us to function properly. We create anxiety. We create symptoms that we shouldn't have. We get sick with fear. Let's not, let's not be scared. It's hard. I know it's hard to do, but when we try to do things ourselves, when we try to control things, if, if we just give our problems to God, we are going to be free, free to keep living. And I know life right now might be a little bit tough because of everything that's going on, but still it'll be easier with God. It'll be easier when we're, when we are connecting with Jesus, when we are communicating with him. And believe me, when we talk to him, he hears us. He loves us, always loves every single one of them. But if we don't talk to him, you know, how is he going to communicate with us if we're not talking and praying with them? Right? They can harm our bodies, but they cannot take our soul. And our soul is what's important here. It's we want to be saved. We want our soul to be with God. And we do that through the Holy Spirit. Romans 835 uh, says, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, there's tribulation right now, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? I mean, this verse just says it all. We're in tribulation right now. We're feeling distressed. There's already persecution. We're starting to blame, you know, we're starting to play the blame game right now. We're, we're looking at, at you know, people from, from China or, or, or Asian people different. We're already starting to 
to, to persecute. And, and, you know, and Christians have been persecuted also. So we should know that. We should know how it is to be persecuted. It's happening in other parts of the world. And yet we are starting to, to do the same thing here. We're, we're, we're passing the, the blame. You know, we're, we're pointing at people. I heard one time that when, when you point the finger, there's three fingers being pointed at you. Famine, it's coming. There's going to be hunger, nakedness. I sure hope not. But, you know, I mean, imagine if it gets to the point where we cannot even have, you know, clean clothes to wear, peril or sword. How about if people start, you know, having to go rob, you know, uh, because there's no food and they take their weapons, you know, maybe it's not a sword right now. It could be a gun. It, ladies and gentlemen, it's happening. And again, we all need to get together the body of Christ and pray. Prayer is power. Like we don't understand. It's unity. It's an energy that we give out of love when we get together. In Romans 8:18, for I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. I think this just basically ties it all together. All the damage that this virus is, is, is doing cannot be compared to the glory that will be revealed to us when we go to heaven. Again, this body is temporary. The price for original sin is death. But the free gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ. And I say amen on this. If you have not given your heart to Christ, I think right now is the time to, you know, do it your way. Just say, hey, Lord, I'm here. I'm scared. I need you. I, I just... I don't know how to pray. If you if you do know how to pray, great. Talk to him. Repent of your sins. You know, humble yourself. Apologize. Admit it. Admit what you've done. We all are sinners. And I'm sure God will forgive you. He promises he will. And you'll be part of the family. And I say this in Jesus' name. Amen.